Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey and the Civil War. I'm your host, Dan Casella, and today I'm going to read you a piece from the West Jersey Pioneer, a newspaper that was printed in Bridgeton, New Jersey. Part of their camp correspondence piece that they would publish in their newspaper, uh, letters and such that were published by uh, citizens of Bridgeton and of the area in correspondence with soldiers in the army, such as David Ogden and Charles Ogden were doing earlier, such as David Ogden and Charles Ogden were doing, and I was reading those accounts about the Battle of Shiloh. This one is from Edgar Wilkinson, who serves in Company K of the 6th New Jersey Volunteers. There is a pretext to this letter, which I believe is, is written by his younger brother Nathaniel, although I am not entirely sure. It is written the day before the Battle of Williamsburg. Uh, it doesn't give an account of the battle itself, but it does give, I believe, a really great account of the the atmosphere and the feeling of the Army of the Potomac uh, after the siege at Yorktown had been broken and the Army was on the move to what would be the Battle of Williamsburg. Uh, the Battle of Williamsburg is a very underrated battle. Uh, it's understudied. There's not a lot of scholarship on the fight. Uh, it is, as I like to say, kind of a a pregame to what the war will be. Um, there's a lot of major players involved in this, especially on the Confederate side. Fight will be commanded by General James Longstreet. Uh, involved will be James Archer, D.H. Hill, George Pickett, Cadmus Wilcox, uh, men who you will hear of later in the war, especially at places like Gettysburg. Anyway, let's get to the point here. Um, Edgar Wilkinson, like I said, will write this letter the day before the battle, and it will be published sometime after the Battle of Williamsburg, May 5th, 1862. So without further ado, I present to you Wilkinson's letter. Camp Correspondence, Battle Near Williamsburg, Company K, 6th New Jersey Regiment. Mr. Editor, in a letter written by a member of the 6th New Jersey Regiment, Company K, we read the following, quote, our company was very much exposed during the battle, having to contend against an overwhelming force. We repulsed the enemy's forces, but they were reinforced and would come back at us howling like Indians. We were in the field from nine till two o'clock before being relieved by a reinforcement of our men. The rebels advanced under false colors and feigned themselves friends until they fired at us. Yet, they came so near that they were often jumping over one panel of fence while the men were, in the, were at the next panels and the limbs of the trees and even splinters of the rails would be flying about our heads like mown grass. But the two of our company were killed, James McCormick of Cedarville and Edgar Wilkinson of Deerfield. They were both my tent mates. Wilkinson was shot through the left breast and was fighting till the last, and McCormick who was shot through the head. Edgar Wilkinson, son of Joseph and Hannah Wilkinson of Deerfield, Cumberland County, was in his 21st year. He was in the same young man that was in the company with Lieutenant Coley during his recruitment tour in Bridgeton and Newport in September last. His only surviving brother is in the same company. The following interesting letter was written to his sister 24 hours before he fell. Quote, it is Sunday to us, a day of rest and rejoicing. Today gives proof to the fact that the rebellion is played out. The rebels have been preparing during the past week to evacuate their strongholds at Yorktown by throwing away and destroying what few shells they had deposited there. Most of them they threw on a piece of commons between us and their works. A few more were thrown in the woods a short distance beyond our batteries. One landed in an open space between our camp and an artillery camp. Two fell between our camp and the steam sawmill in the road by General Hooker's headquarters. 
while some whistled around General McClellan's headquarters. Last night, they fired several shot and shell at our balloon, very boisterously, as though the rebellious blood was stirred and boiled to think that the Yankee professor should rise up and look at their army flying before the Grand Army of the Potomac. This morning, they fired the last shell from their fortifications at twenty minutes past five o'clock, and at twenty minutes past seven, the stars and stripes were flying over the center of their works, and our advanced pickets and sharpshooters were running in every direction through the evacuated camps. Professor Lowe went up this morning, taking three men with him, to see what was left of the rebels and the advance of our pickets. When he came down, the different bands struck up Dixie's Land. It was the first music we had heard for two weeks. It was followed by three loud cheers. Soon the long roll was heard in some of the regiments. Our brigade had not given a single cheer. We have had our inspection and are sitting back, letting the rebels go their own road to destruction, the only road left for them. They are afraid of these strong fortifications. They have tried us in the open field and have been driven back by less than half their numbers. They have tried us in open field and have been driven back by less than half our numbers. I have known them to send out two regiments of infantry supported by nine pieces of artillery and have been driven back by our pickets before our reserve could get a single shot. The sutlers had had nothing to sell since we had been here, so we fare very slim on salt junk and hard crackers. But there must be a change soon for better or worse. I do expect, I think I have a right to expect it will be better. The cavalry and light artillery are moving towards Yorktown, and I am thinking Yorktown will be noted as a rebel racecourse instead of a battlefield. Either will crush the rebellion. Your letter dated April 29th was received last night by me and read with pleasure. I hope you will receive this soon and read it with great pleasure and take courage with your brothers in the army. Enclosed you will find the photograph of General Hooker commanding our division. He is a man worthy of his office, much loved by all his men under his command. The picture is a good one. I want you to take care of it for my sake. Orders have come up for us to move. At the bottom there is a poem, and it reads as such. For right is right, since God is God, and right the day must win. To doubt would be disloyal. To falter would be a sin. Signed, Edgar Wilkinson. Edgar Wilt, like noted in the article, is survived by a younger brother who does live through the war. Unfortunately, on Find a Grave, his current burial location remains unknown. James McCormick, the other man mentioned in this article, would enlist alongside Wilkinson on August 9, 1861. They would enlist together, serve together, and both be killed together at the Battle of Williamsburg. And the remains of both men are completely unknown to this day. There was an effort from the state of New Jersey to remove soldiers that fell there after the battle, but unfortunately not all of them were able to be removed, and not all of them that were removed were properly labeled. So Wilkinson and McCormick could still be buried on the battlefield, or could be buried somewhere back in Virginia, or possibly somewhere in New Jersey. No, I, I wasn't able to find out. Um, that's the first of the several Williamsburg accounts that I have with the 160th coming up, uh, I think, and, and it being the 2nd New Jersey Brigade's biggest day of the war, or I should say worst day of the war. Uh, I think it's really important to get this out there to, you know, help with the understanding of the battle because it is such an underwritten 
fight. Uh, it's an incredible fight. It's long. It's in the rain. It's brutal. You know, it's the first real time that these guys um, in the New Jersey Brigade, in the Excelsior Brigade, in a lot of different brigades are going to see, you know, see the real deal for the first time. All right. That's it for me tonight. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. If you really like this a review on Spotify uh, would be awesome. Uh, if you'd like to find us on Facebook at No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey in the Civil War. Uh, it's a Facebook group. It's an open group. Anybody can join and post. Uh, but it's just things that I, you know, try to give a heads up about the podcast or try to, uh, you know, show you things that I'm finding or just researching about uh, just in general. Um, all right. Thank you again for tuning in. Hope to hope to have you along for the next one. Cheers.